I got Are a, you? Yeah, I got a house full of cute fems and incredible fluffy dogs. So that's really all you can ask for on this spring day. Fresh spring day. It is a beautiful outside, thank God. I need it. I might fuck around and throw some weeds out of my yard today. Oh my god. You know you know it's uh uh special occasion Tanya Turner's gonna eat pie factories in the pie. <laughs> or eat pies in the pie factory. <laughs> I made waffles for breakfast. I had big waffles the size of my head for breakfast. What are you drinking? Is that Topo Chico? Mm-hmm. My God. They brought we've, they brought tidings from the city. We've lost you to the dogs. <laughs> Y'all, there really is a dog here. But um, that is... Oh, I forget what kind of dog he is. But he's like big. He's like he looks like the Suffolophagus on Sesame Street. He like yeah. weighs over a hundred pounds. This dog. I want to marry this dog. God damn. He is a horse. You think? Like he's a horse in this house. My little double wide, over a hundred pound dog, shuffling around the double wide with three little ankle biters. <laughs> Show us this hound. Well, he's they're all outside right now except Sassy. She wouldn't go outside. Of course, she would not. <laughs> She has tried to alpha a dog over 100 pounds, like a shaggy, a big, shaggy, gorgeous Snuffleupagus dog. Sassy has snapped and barked at him multiple times like she would top this dog and hump him if she could. But she is quite literally the size of one of his paws. She's psycho. She's absolutely insane. Anyway. Ugh. Damn. Um, anywho, I, just, I really, I would live on a dog farm if I could. I think. I think I wasted a lot of my life not being a dog person, like not connecting with dogs in a real way. Do you know what I mean? Have I yeah. said this to you all before? No. Have, have you watched Isle of Dogs? I don't think so. And then you're not connected with dogs in an authentic way. You hit. Oh. <laughs> you need to do that. Isle of Dogs. Okay, I'll watch. I have watched Hotel for Dogs. That's a good one too. um yeah i just spent years thinking that dogs were just like a lot too much work and like dirty or something and i think my mom my mom did this to me because she wouldn't let us have dogs in the house but now i like don't think there's such thing as too many dogs i think i'm just going to end up being like an old witch on the hill with like 80 dogs up here i don't know what to do about it just trading in cats for dogs I mean, I like cats too, but cats don't love you like dogs love you. They just no, don't. Cat, cat love is conditional. Very. This little cat of mine learned it last night. She slipped outside, and I didn't know it. Oh but my I, god! Then I just heard something go, <laughs> just like I was like, "What is that?" And I opened the door. And I was like, "Yeah, you don't like it out there, do you?" She probably Ain't nobody needed, to feed you out there. She needed that dose of reality, Tom. That's probably right. Did you panic? Did you go into panic helicopter dad? Nah, hell, I didn't even know she was out there. How'd she slip I, out? I don't know. I think I was taking some trash out, and when I, the, she kind of had timed it for the door shut to kind oh of wiggle out. I just didn't see her. 
Well, my my cat goes out. She's outside bathing in the sun right now, living her best life. I wish she'd shit out there and let me get rid of this goddamn litter box. But she just likes to go out there in sun. All the animals in this house choose to live here. The gates open. They can go do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> they come back every night. This is where they want to live. Undeniable. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, someone told me this one time, and I don't know if it's true, obviously. But they said, like, if you die in your house, a dog will lay down and die with you. The cat will eat you to survive. No, the dogs will eat you, too. That's a fly. <laughs> <laughs> Stories abound of like uh, even like people's dogs like eating their toes off that are like have diabetes and don't have any sensation in their toes like shit like that. And then just not knowing their dogs like literally chewing yeah, their toe. Anything off. will eat you. Yeah, <laughs> if it's faced with starvation, it will eat you. We would eat each other. Probably we'd be like a goddamn uh, Chilean rugby team. Buddy, I think I got probably <laughs> some juicy thigh meat. I think I, I got I think I got a thigh that would probably season and fry up real good. Just saying. I'm don't eat don't eat me first though. Goddamn, I probably wouldn't hack it. I'm too high maintenance. In an apocalyptic situation, I mean, I have a go bag that's a fucking joke. It's got like wet wipes in it and <laughs> ammunition. Like this is nothing. <laughs> this is nothing of use. <laughs> you and Wayne Fleming, too high maintenance for a survival situation. It's got, it's, it literally has a pair of clean panties and an extra menstrual cup. That's what's in it. That's my only worry is that I'm going to like bleed all over myself <laughs> and not be able to clean myself up. No water, no food. <laughs> my only concern is menstruation. I mean, it is a concern. Well, I've been recording. I don't know that this video, this is going to make the cut, but <laughs> good morning. It's all going in. Good morning. Um, listen to this thing I just found. I don't really know where to put it or what to do with it, but it was an interesting story I found on Wikipedia this morning. Um, the in, the Wikipedia page is just titled Chopper Ghost. Ghost is in parentheses. Um Chopper was an alleged ghost living in a dentist office in the city of Neutrobling near Regensburg in Germany. In the summer of 1981, Chopper started appearing in phone calls made by the dentist. He spewed insults with a distorted voice and only appeared to be nice to the <laughs> then 16-year-old <laughs> dental assistant, Claudia. <laughs> I'm imagining a catty ghost that just hangs out around the water cooler talking shit about Claudia. <laughs> That's a great name, Claudia. The ghost was nice to Claudia, actually. The only one. Oh. The go- Claudia was the only one that the ghost was nice to. The ghost whisperer. Oh, so the ghost was trying to smash. <laughs> oh, right. Always. Um, at some point, the dentist called the police to find the source of the supposed person terrorizing him during phone calls. The German Bundespost replaced the entire telephone wiring and installed technical traps to find the source of the voices. The police checked the vicinity for possible illegal radio broadcasts. Later, the voices started to come from sinks, toilets, and sockets in the dentist's office as well. Despite sending... Deutschmarks, okay. Despite sending 60,000 Deutschmarks to undercover the uncovered the source of the voices neither the police nor the Bundespost were successful in finding the source 
As such, the police handed responsibility over to the criminal police who founded the special unit Sokogeist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But... Sounds like drain flies to me. <laughs> Coming from the pipes. It... What the fuck's a Sokogeist? Uh, maybe it's like a police... So like a... I guess Geist would be like a poltergeist, right? So maybe Soko is like a, a police unit. So maybe it's like the ghost hunting unit in the police department. I think this was probably... Ryan Geist. Does that mean like River Ghost? <laughs> that beer company? Spirit... Go- Cops of the spiritual realm? Cops of the I spiritual realm. I will not. I will not about this. <laughs> Tanya, you never watched Ghostbusters? What do you think well... those were? Those were ghost cops. Damn. <laughs> Peter Vinkman, ghost cop. I got a lot of If you're truly a cab, you have to be against Ghostbusters. This is true. I'd never considered is, it before, but you're right. I, gotta, I, I need a gotta, month off to consider this. I got to go. I got to log off. Um, this has fucked my whole worldview up. The criminal police Damn. hoped to solve the case quickly, but by then the story of the ghost spread all over the world. Journalists from the USA, Japan, and even New Zealand appeared to let Claudia showcase the ghost. Several newspapers offered exclusive contracts to Claudia. The magazine Stern offered her 120,000 Deutschmarks. Even parapsychologists came to visit the dentist's office and speculate about the nature of Chopper. The police... The criminal police searched 55 neighboring apartments, made ultra-voice measurements in the sewers, and even high-frequency physicists built up their measurement devices. However, they all could only record the voice, but not discover its source. So, here's when we get to the tab on Wikipedia that says, Discovery of the Fraud. Damn, Um, man, I wanted to believe Chopper was real. (laughs) The policeman noticed how Claudia always turned her back towards the people when Chopper spoke. On <laughs> like pretty obvious. <laughs> this bitch is a ventriloquist. What is it? A ventriloquist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's throwing her voice. This is like a literal Scooby-Doo cartoon come to life. Wait, like, at the end, they pulled the mask off Claudia, and she said, and I would have gotten away with it, too, if it wasn't for these meddling Soko ghasts and their, <laughs> their whatever, electronic, whatever, Terrence, ghost detecting a, device. Is this a Profiles in Courage? I don't know. I'm kind of starting to think it's getting the goods, because I'll show you why here in a second. I'll tell you why here in a second. Um... Vote on it in the comments. Is this getting the goods? <laughs> or, or is this Profiles of Courage? On March, Let the people decide. Yeah. On March 3rd, 1982, the policeman noticed Claudia's lips moving in accordance with Chopper's words in the mirror. Claudia, the dentist, and his wife were brought to the police station and admitted that they made everything up. The two used the special acoustics of the tiled room and some voice training to create the voices. In a press release the next day, the criminal police showcased how Chopper never existed and how the voices can be easily recreated. The judge determined the motive to be Claudia's... Oh, you all say that now, but you motherfuckers spent all this time and money going and said, oh, I, can't, I can't figure out where the voice is coming from. <laughs> Literally, yeah. They, yeah, they yeah, were yeah, all yeah, in on it. Yeah, like you knew it the whole time. <laughs> it almost lasted a year. This started in summer of 1981, and, and the cops. I mean, like this is this does show you how absolutely 
inept the cops are. It took them nine months just to determine that someone was faking this. Uh, but also, here's the thing about this. I'm not ready to say ghosts aren't real. I don't know. But, like, if you show up on the scene and your first inclination is, yeah, it's a ghost, you, sir, are a fucking moron. <laughs> um... Like, you need to eliminate every corporeal possibility before you go there. You know what I mean? Well, when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. And I would imagine a Sokogast or whatever is set on finding the supernatural, you know? Yep. They want it to be there. I, I want it to. I want to believe too. Me too. Uh, no, I get it. Well, um, so, but here, here we go. Um, the judge determined the motive to be Claudia's need to be admired. Um, so she was fired, completely retreated from the public, and assumed a new identity. So I guess you can decide. Did she get what she wanted? Hold she... on a second. I just want to point out what a cancellation looked like in 1981. <laughs> Versus now. Today. <laughs> like, everybody bitching about, like, cancel culture. Like, if you did a, a harmless ghost prank, you got canceled <laughs> in 81. So, actually, things have gotten better. You have to do something truly heinous to be canceled now. That's true. Yeah, you, you basically have to whip your dick out on 100 women. And it's not until 101 you get, you're in trouble for it. Like, that, like yeah, like, 81... Man, that shit was downright draconian. Cancel culture has lightened up over the You're years. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lesson in what do you call what is it? Incrementalism. Incrementalism, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. You're right. <laughs> um No, uh yeah, you're right. I, I don't know. So I mean, so if little, little little fun ghost hoax, and then she had to assume a new identity. That's what, like, yeah, they exiled that, that her. is that is. Wonder if there were like German like uh, cancel culture cranks in eighty one. They were like, this is sick. <laughs> is this is uh, this is uh, so. Uh, I'm, I'm just yeah, I'm drifting into French. I'm sorry, Terrence, you did. <laughs> You're our German. <laughs> this is so uncalled for. That's what I was going for. <laughs> they didn't um, even respect her feeling. I do that. The closest I could do is hurt. You're just doing hurt song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> her need so to what's be her admired. New, what's her new identity? I don't know. It doesn't say. She, I mean, she's probably still alive. She that's was the point of a new identity, oh, Tanya. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, you're out. You're out. My bad. She went into witness protection for this. I was she trying went, to like, dark on her. She went into witness protection for. You imagine like there's guys there that like ratted out the like uh, Gambino crime family, and they're like, "Oh, were you? What are you in the program for?" Well, I did a, I did a, a ghost thing with the new pops in my dentist office. Yeah. Right. I threw my voice. For how long uh, did this go on? A few weeks. No, nine months. No, you said a year. A year. Yeah, wow. almost not. Almost a year. Shit. I. I mean. I don't know. Yeah, if you. Uh, yeah, I don't know where. where I want to know where the name Chopper came from. You know, what was the? Why did she use that name for the ghost's name? Maybe an ex-boyfriend. 
maybe. That's it. What was the, what was? Go. What's the new ghost in the, in Ghostbusters called? It's um, kind of became a meme. Uh, oh Lord, I don't know. Chomper. <laughs> Wait, I think so. It's something like that. Hold on. I wonder if there, there's any correlation between the two. New Ghostbusters ghost. If it were getting the goods, what goods did they get? Yeah, it's Chompers. Muncher. 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 Uh, that's right. Sure. Well, the goods were her need to be admired. She wanted to be admired, and that's why she did it. And she was admired the world, the world over. So I, I don't understand the need to retreat into obscurity. I don't either, especially at the age of sixteen. I mean, <laughs> so she was beloved. She also had to pay a fine um, to the German Bundespost, which is like the German. Was she... They tried her as an adult. They really did. This is injustice. Truly. This oh is becoming God. a deeply, deeply disease segment about her treatment. This is the gamut. At a certain point, you realize that we're frauds and all of our segments are just the same. There's this, it's, <laughs> the Venn diagram is one circle. There's all just yeah. one segment. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, well, while we're in Germany, I guess that's about the only segue I can figure out to talk about the latest controversy that WAP has called caused. <laughs> what is that? And there's many. There is a title. There are many. <laughs> how many how many old white dudes are gonna ride their coattails to glory? Well just by shitting on them. This was not an old white dude who who was the latest um outraged. Oh. This was a middle aged white dude. Oh, you're talking about that skillet guy. <laughs> I, do you know skillet, Tanya? You familiar with skillet? Uh, well, I'll tell you why. Because my sister downloaded the entire skillet discography on my computer in college, and I threw a fucking fit. What? Yeah. I Which said, one? Angela or Angela? Angela. She was going through that, you know. She, she was, eventually she became a punk, but it was a rocky road to get there. I, I no, I just she like, had to start what, Christian rock first. What in huh? the goddamn hell is this? You know, and then I she was, called you down for saying GD. <laughs> I was played twice in this way. First, it was Skillet. Angela downloaded an entire Skillet discography. I think what it was is like the early days of Torrance. We didn't really know what we were dabbling in. Yeah. We thought we were downloading a song. We got the whole fucking discography. Yeah, I thought I was thought I was downloading, uh, you know, uh, whatever album, and ended up with uh, Jenna Jameson giving me a, for, a VR blowjob. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that was a mistake. I'm sure that was a little uh, oopsie do. But the second time I got I got played like this, where someone downloaded an entire fucking discography on my computer, was Jay May, and it was Sugar Ray. Oh. He straight up downloaded the entire Sugar Ray discography. Uh, okay. Hard to say which one's worse, truly. Uh, yeah, it truly is hard to say. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, this one this one had a lot of resonance for me. And it is the perfect overlap between mine and your interest, Tanya. My interest being <laughs> Christian rock, washed up Christian Pure. rockers, and your Pure interest God. being Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. Um. Yeah. 
Very interested, truly. <laughs> so Skillet was a industrial rock band, a Christian industrial rock band, and they still are putting out music. Uh, apparently, they're they are quite prolific. In fact, oh, I just <laughs> I just realized the German connection you tried. To yes. Make. Oh God! Oh God! So I didn't want to do it. I just had no other way to thread the needle. That's a good, oh, it's, it was a good needle thread. The um, so Skillet was a. They were an industrial rock band. Um, and every Christian band, we, me and Tom went over this on our Sunday service episodes from this time last year, but pretty much every Christian band was a one-to-one knockoff of a secular band. Um, yeah. So there was like a band called Small, T- Small Town Poets. Listen to that band in Gin Blossoms back-to-back, and they're the exact same band. Just one of them has Christian lyrics. Um, yeah. Or Sonic Flood was a was a Christian version of Third Eye Blind. I mean, like they're they they were just. <laughs> It'd be funny if Sonic Flood was the Christian version of Sonic Youth. Out of <laughs> Eden. Out of Eden was the Christian version of TLC. Did they yeah that? yeah there were there was like Plum that was like the Christian version of I think of like Ten Thousand Maniacs. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of this going on, but Skillet was the oh, Christian okay. version yeah. of Nine Inch Nails. And uh, it, I, I, I have always been a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. I love Nine Inch Nails. Uh, but their lyrics, the vast majority of their lyrics are about uh, BDSM. It's mostly about being domed, uh, being chained up, cutting yourself, having someone cut you. I mean, it's just like, you know, it was industrial rock. But for Skillet to do that, they had to sing that. They had to do that gimmick in a Christian way, and so that's how you got songs with names like "You Take My Rights Away." <laughs> and um, what else did they have? Uh, <laughs> I saw Tanya. Tanya made both have the same grimace. <laughs> Kill me, heal me. Um, my favorite is <laughs> The Thirst is Taking Over. Love that one. Oh, yeah, The Thirst is Taking Over. Is it about lust? Yeah, it was just like... I mean, just... Industrial rock. Skillet, come on. Okay, if you're going to play Skillet, we have to play WAP. I think everyone knows what WAP is. I think everybody's... I think by this... I'm setting up our two, our protagonist and our antagonist, okay? Our protagonist right, right. is Skillet Guy. The antagonist, the villain in this story, is, oh, is the demonic Megan the Stallion and Cardi B. <laughs> the sick oh, freak. The angelic presence he- hovering over all of them is former German Third Reich leader Adolf Hitler. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is just un... This timeline is so diseased. <laughs> These are three things that I I never expected to see written about in the same sentence. Yeah. <laughs> Skillet, Hitler, and Cardi B. <laughs> God help us. Um, what are we doing? What, what? <laughs> so, side tangent, I actually saw Skillet one time, and oh the God. year was probably 2001, and uh, they had just come out with this album called <laughs> Alien Youth. Um, and... Uh, and 
I saw them in a caliche pit outside of Roswell, New Mexico. If you don't know what a caliche pit, it's just a big hole in the ground. <laughs> so it basically looked like like a music video they might record. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like they might be out in the desert and the desert rains come. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Water's fucking bouncing off the skins on the drums. Yeah. The, um... The album was Alien Youth, and they did the this concert outside of Roswell, which is like, you know, the alien place. I bet they thought that was the edgiest shit in the world. Well, aliens and aliens is a touchy topic in Christianity. Because, you know, not all Christians know where to fall on the, on the uh, spectrum there, you know? You know what? You're so right about that. Talking about aliens, like, people would, like... Like would shut down almost if you, as if like you suggested the Earth was older than two thousand years. <laughs> you know what I mean? They would like you would talk about you believe in aliens. They'd be like, if if God put them here, we'd already know about them. Thank you. Not, not taking any more questions on this. <laughs> not taking any questions at the top. Thank you. It's like Jesus Christ. But I, I vividly remember. I vividly remember them saying on stage that they were huge X Files fans, and the audience booed them. They were like, "Boo!" <laughs> so, my I man, I forgot. I forgot how seriously they took that whole that whole be in the world but not of the world shit in like the late nineties, early two thousands. Yep, that's why Christian rock. That's is not as that's not as true anymore. Do you think? I don't think it's as true anymore because now you see this with um, Hillsong and, and who's that pastor that just got, we talked about him a few weeks ago, the pastor who was like having a f- multiple affairs and he's friends with Justin Bieber. Oh, and Carl Lentz. What was his name? Carl Lentz. Yeah, from yeah, yeah, yeah. There's now there is much more convergence between secular and mainstream culture, but in the '90s they were parallel. They did not intermingle. Um, Neither the Twain's mate, which is what made CCM fascinating. Uh, you had this entire multi-million-dollar subculture running parallel with the mo- mainstream secular culture. But and the A and R guys were paid to pay attention to the secular culture, so that the CCM culture could rip it off. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, there were. And my own theory about this, I've never, I've never debuted this on the show or said it really publicly, other than Twitter. But my theory about how this changed is Sufjan. <laughs> other than Twitter, because uh, yeah, that doesn't information. My theory is that Sufjan proved that you could be a Christian artist but not be weird about it. You could just be like, I'm Christian, I believe in God, but I also sing about normal things. Not yeah, according I'm, to I'm, Kurt Franklin. <laughs> Jesus freak yeah. or bust. Uh, well, that's not... He was on Kanye's album, so even he's lighting his stance. Yeah. <laughs> like Kanye's last album where he used cuss words. That would be inconceivable... When I was growing up, it would be inconceivable for a guy like Kirk Franklin to be on like Tupac's album or something. A secular rapper n- that would never would happen. Never happen. But there were in, like to be fair to CCM, and we probably should do it. We're m- little teaser. We're mulling doing a deeper dive into what's this. CCM? Contemporary contemporary Christian, Christian. music. It oh, was like say I got you. Sorry, yeah. I just didn't. I didn't know the back. I wasn't connecting the acronym. There were in the. Primordial lose of Christian rock. There were bands that kind of poked through 
that might have started off as kind of trying to i mean starflyer 59 you know started out trying to do like a yeah my bloody valentine thing pedro but they the did Lion. it well but they ruled yeah pedro the lines no there were there were moments where there was crossover and every christian act did actually want a crossover with the exception of the biggest christian act of all time dc talk DC Talk never wanted to cross over, and they were adamant about it. They, but they still sold out stadiums, and that's why they didn't want to cross over, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If they were packing out like little shitty rock and roll bars, they they would be dying to cross over. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's who did Jesus Freak, ain't it? Not that's Kurt right. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. My bad. Yeah, DC Talk decided that it was like best to be like a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. DC Talk was want- the biggest Christian pop act. At the, at its time and probably since they attained probably still. Hey, levels. what did DC stand for? I think I think they were from they were DC, from DC. Right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, boring. Anyways, I could go on and on for hours about DC talk, but I Destiny's won't. Destiny's Child, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yep, a super group. Could you imagine a Destiny's Child DC talk super group? Destiny's Child well, I, talk in a long enough timeline that will happen. <laughs> It's honestly not as bizarre as what we're eventually getting at here. That's right. Well, anyways, yes, I saw them, I saw Skillet take a brave stance for their time, that they fucked with X-Files, and they got summarily booed for it. So my man is no stranger to taking brave stances. (laughs) He'll do that. He'll do it. Listen, (laughs) people think Jesus was popular when he walked the earth. He wasn't. They hated him. Um, and so they're going to hate John Cooper, too, if the band skill it. Right. So I've narrati- narrativized, narrated this side of the story. Tanya, why don't you narrate the other side of the story? What What did Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion do that, that John Cooper, Christian rock singer, despised so much? Well, they released this incredible song, Wet Ass Pussy, months ago. Like, back last fall. <laughs> Yeah, WAP is not. It's new not to even anybody. new. It's not right. even new. However, their first live performance of the tune, because this came out during quarantine, was on primetime Grammys a couple weekends ago, maybe last weekend, and um, it was pretty great. It was futuristic. Cardi was wearing this like armor-esque they had a huge they had um the the uh set was a huge stripper heel and the heel the stiletto heel of the shoe was a stripper pole and then right next to that was an enormous bed where cardi and megan met up on that bed to finish out the song wet ass pussy um, even though they sang it, they sang the edited version. They didn't even say the word bucket. Get a bucket and a mop for this wet, wet, wet. They didn't even say, that, they cut out the word bucket, which I don't get. Yeah. Is that, that a, was, is that, that a was a, con- that was, no, know? that was a concession for Ben Shapiro. That's the part he found uh, <laughs> disappointing. It was bucket. He couldn't deal with it. Yeah. He's like, um, if your pussy's wet enough to fill a bucket, you should see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> My wife, she's a doctor. Um, Yeah, yeah, so on that bed was a Grammy moment to go down in history for sure (laughs) where the choreography moved them together 
um, where they <clears throat> did something that could either be called scissoring. <laughs> okay, I got a question. One, one, well, let me let me finish. Or, I know it has to be asked right now while we're on the topic <laughs> of scissoring. Oh For years, you and the queer femme community have said, no, that's nothing we do. And yet, on live TV... That's what I'm getting On at. live TV, two people scissored. So which is it? They didn't even scissor. It wasn't even a real scissor. That was the point. They didn't scissor. It was oh. a choreography move. And it was actually closer. I mean, it it looked gay enough to call it scissoring or whatever we want to call it. It it, it, it did it for me. I'll give you that. Um, But what it actually looked more like <laughs> Strong was, wind does it for you. Yeah, you're not wrong. But... I did this in, in high school to flirt with other uh, softball players. We would get down on the floor. <laughs> you go around scissoring. <laughs> you just go around We called it. Everybody. Listen, this is, this is definitely potential to get me canceled. I don't know why it was called this. I'm sure it's racist. But we called it Indian leg wrestling. Do you are you with this? No go one, on. You've not heard of this? this? Never heard this before, and I'm not cutting it, but go on. <laughs> I'm oh sure gosh. it was. Uh, anyway, you just like you lay down side by side. You all never did this. No. Well, I well, mean, I did other thing. gay Hell, stuff. I don't like. know. Yeah, you uh, like boys called it. Uh, boys called dirt. it wrestling. Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, we this would say. I'd wrestle. say. We'd say. Let me. We'd say. Let me get you in the figure four leg lock, and then <laughs> yeah, you yeah, inadvertently rub exactly. The well, this was. Whoa. Leg wrestling. We'll just call it leg wrestling. And you lay down side by side, like, you know, uh, uh, with your legs, like, facing opposite directions. You interlock one leg, and on the count of three, you, like, tap three, and somebody's got to flip somebody else over. Whatever, the, you know, the oh. strongest one, or probably the person who can leverage their body weight better, flips the other one. Yeah. And it was pretty fun, especially when you were, you know, drinking, like, Boone's Farm, as we did. And I thought that was the more direction the choreo went. It was obviously like a dance choreo, but they like locked up like, okay, this is what actually happened. Megan like bounced, twerked on Cardi, which was very hot. And then their <laughs> legs were locked in a way where Car where Megan just flipped back over to be not on her knees. And it flipped Cardi in a real, like it just flipped her real fast. And yeah, did did it for me and for a Damn. lot of man people uh, on prime time. Which it was at, it was like like ten thirty at night. I mean, and so and so after that, Fox News has been covering this around the clocks <laughs> for the last week. Well, I'm just an I'm kind of with John Cooper on it. <laughs> it is a yeah, and then somehow skillet to, to fascism at some point. <laughs> My question is, who who asked this motherfucker? How did he even get his opinion about this into the cosmos? Did he just tweet this or something? No, he's got Was a he... blog. He's got like a, his own video blog. It's called yeah, like. Did he come? Was what? he interviewed on Fox News about this? I I don't. He may have been, but what he I wish. what? He's got like his own video blog called stuff like it's called the Cooper stuff. I mean, it's just fucking. It's just banal. So dumb. But, so dumb. Can, well, do you think I, I described that well? Did I leave anything out? You did, you did good. You you got the horny one. I got the not horny one. So you were able to. Thanks for that, Tia. 
<laughs> Here's what I wish. Here's what I wish. I wish people, like, if you're going to be a crank like this, can you pick somebody besides Hitler to compare everything to? Because <laughs> not everything's... <laughs> the reason Hitler is Hitler is because he was incomparable. You know what I mean? He was uniquely <laughs> bad. Right. And if everything is just like Hitler... Then it, it kind of it kind of dulls the the magnitude of his crimes. You know what I mean. So I think that's what m- made him hit the news with this. And I, we haven't actually even said what he said. He started out and said he quoted from the book of Isaiah: "Woe to those who call evil good and good evil." We're living in a world right now where there are certain Dr. Seuss books that you can cannot sell on eBay. They are just too much for anybody to even be allowed to buy. They're evil, but you can and must applaud the sexual degradation of Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion simulating sex together on the Grammys. This is a perfect So example. far, we're on the same page. <laughs> so far, we're on the same page. <laughs> this is a perfect example. You must celebrate it. In fact, if you don't celebrate it, you are actually a bad person, and you kind of, like, don't love people. You're actually not nice. Um... Why would anybody ever call evil good and good evil? It's simple, because they just redefine the terms. The question is, who is going to define what is good and who is going to define what is evil? Every dictator in history says that what they were doing was good. That's what they believe. If you go back and read some of Hitler's speeches, he's like, I'm going to set people free, free from the bondage of the Ten Commandments. In his mind, he's a liberator. It's always like that, you guys. All you do is just redefine evil and redefine good. That's what's happening right now in the Grand. <laughs> I'd I'd forgotten how like uh, Christians actually think Hitler was like anti-Christian too. <laughs> yeah. Like they I, like they cannot just let everybody else have that oppression. They have to say that Hitler was against the Christians too. It's like. <laughs> everybody, according to the Christians, everybody's against the Christians. Right, right. Truly, they they have to be the underdogs, even though they basically, you know, write all the laws and have all the money. It's like the world hates you, but not for the reasons that you think. <laughs> he said, <sighs> "This points to the erosion of the traditional concepts of good and evil, as defined by Judeo-Christian values." He said, "This has been seen over the past five years, and especially during the last year." Oh. Uh, anyways, he clarified and said that his words were taken out of context. <laughs> they always, yeah, they always. The thing about it is, when you write it out, you're dead to rights, man. Yeah. And if you say it, you got a little wiggle room. My yeah. my, my words that I wrote in complete full sentences were taken out of context <laughs> and recorded yeah, on we, video. A fucking idiot. <laughs> We could yeah. easily be misquoted. That's not what I meant when I said it, but you can't really wiggle out of that. I was miscopy and pasted. <laughs> yeah, you could you could plead I was taken out of context if like paparazzi's asking you something after somebody your handlers are like shuttling you out of the back of a restaurant trying to stuff you into a car. Right. When you do your own video <laughs> blog of your own election, you kind of at the mercy of yourself there. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, dear. Speaking um, of, before we get too far from the contemporary Christian thing, a very strange thing happened this week. What? My life has been marked by Oral Roberts, the TV preacher. <laughs> oh, dude. And I forgot about this. 
in an exceedingly weird thing, the Oral Roberts basketball team upset Ohio, pulled one of the biggest upsets in NCAA tournament history. Was it? The yeah, biggest upset 15, in history? No, it's not the biggest, but it's one of the biggest. Wait, why? Because they never they they don't usually make it to the tournament, or no, because of how much they 15, beat them. Fifteen seeds don't beat twos that often. <clears throat> well, I know, but it happens. <laughs> Isn't there always one? Isn't there always one every year? No, <laughs> like one every ten years or something. The big upset one is always like, oh, dude, I don't know. I have, I watch the tournament like once every. 10 years. <laughs> you watched it when you lived in the same house with Tom and you couldn't get away from it. That's right, yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is a couple weeks before that, me and Brian Quimby did a podcast about Oral Roberts, the man, not the school. And Brian is from Columbus, where Ohio State is from. Right. Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird. a weird manifestation? <laughs> right. Pretty weird. Right. I almost went to school there. Did and then when my really? aunt, yeah, I almost went there to play tennis to Oral Roberts. To Oral Roberts, wow. that's true. And then another time, Oral Roberts. Pray, my mom called Oral Roberts. Uh, he used to have in, on campus. There's this big prayer tower. It looks like a like a star or something. And there's prayer warriors that are in that tower 24 hours a day, seven days a week to take prayer requests and pray for people's needs. My mom called that after my Aunt Carol took a pill that was accidentally took a pill that was like 20 years old. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> and she went into anaphylactic shock. And she called? And like she had to be like rushed to the hospital. Like she coded. She actually died and they brought her back. Like it like Damn. shut her organs down and shit. Where'd she find a 20-year-old pill? I don't know. It's like one of them things where, like, she just, you know, kept all of her pills in the same thing and didn't swap them out, and it was like, it wasn't 20 years old. Was like I've 10, taken 10 a 20-year-old pill. <laughs> uh, the thing about a lot a lot of medicine is, like, it doesn't, sh- it's pretty shelf-stable, so, like, it loses effectiveness, but it, like, yeah. won't hurt you. Right, right. She took, like, one of the two or three that is, like, dangerous to take Jesus. when it's out of date. Yeah, I took a five-year-old must relaxer last night. <laughs> Still work fine. <laughs> Good as new. Anyway, so Oral Roberts prayed for my aunt on live TV, and to his credit, she did live. So, wow, to his credit. Now, I think even he would say, "To glory be the God." I mean, to God be the no, glory. No, Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts might think he had something to do with it. Okay, he'd take credit, not not send yeah. it up along to the big guy. Yeah. <laughs> to glory be the God. The 70s were a wild time. Oral Roberts had a medical school, fully accredited medical school, <laughs> that you could go to, but they taught integrative medicine with faith healing. Oh, my God. And, like, these were, like, they were churning out, like, board-certified doctors who also had training in, like, the laying on of hands to heal people. So That's like the, the clown hospital, because laughter is medicine. Right, 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 right. Right. So all I am saying is that if you're going to have a major surgery done, you may just want to take a glance at your doctor's credentials and make sure they didn't graduate from a medical school in Oklahoma in the 70s. <laughs> With a funny name. But since the school has turned to a basketball? They lost their, the, the medical school lost its accreditation. Mm. No surprise there. I think maybe in like the early 90s or something. But... Uh, 
But yeah, they had a, they had also had a law school who churned out a graduate y'all might have heard of named Michelle Bachman. Oh, uh, so, damn! There's some luminaries that came through there. Ryan Tedder of the band One Republic was another. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, so anyway, um, so what you're saying is that Christian culture has been all over the news just in the last week yeah it's been a big week for christians kind of yeah oral roberts is a pentecostal school not just christian pentecostal i didn't even know there were pentecostal schools tom right is this the only one yeah or no 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 there's more than that let's see what is liberty's bat right liberty's southern baptist southern baptist a lot of baptist schools a lot of catholic schools Fucking Baylor. Or Roberts is probably the only Pentecostal school I know of. Baylor's a yeah, like, private Baptist school. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Do they let you wear makeup at Oral Roberts? I, it, I, I didn't end up going. I just <laughs> like, I just like I on know. his follow-up video, the, it just says, misrepresented. <laughs> that's what it just says, big word. <laughs> misrepresented over the front. So he he's trying to roll back that he compared Cardi B to Hitler. Yeah, he said, "I'm." He said, um, "He said I was speaking philosophically in order to make a point, and then using an unequivocal example from the past where someone has traded evil but called it good." Um, he said, "I'm saying we are in a crisis, but not because of the Grammys, and not because of Cardi B, and not because of a music performance or any other musician or artist or band." That's not why we are in a crisis. What is the crisis? Why are we in a crisis, Terrence? He says the crisis... Why is this happening? Why is this happening? (laughs) He said the crisis is this. We are redefining what is moral and what is immoral, what is virtuous and what is not virtuous, and it is going to have devastating consequences for America. They said the same thing on Fox News around the clock last week. Candace Owens was on there, and and the little bit of clips I saw were always like... This is the poison of America. America is circling the drain. Like, <laughs> for people who are so patriotic and love, pretend to love fucking America so much, they really do seem to hate it. Yeah. So we are on the same page there. Maybe we're going to meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, America is fucking <laughs> terrible. Really awful. Yeah. Well, I mean, for them, it's a crisis of culture, you know? Uh, Instead of a crisis of poverty and violence, yeah, I want. I can't wait till somebody says something like, just uses an obs- like a mostly obscure reference, and it's just like, listen, if we're going to continue to go down this path, pretty soon we're going to end up like Robert Mugabe's Uganda, you know? <laughs> Pull out an obscure one, yeah, a deep cut, yeah, just like Seth is like, wait. What? <laughs> Than Nikolai Ceausescu. That's where we're heading, folks. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I got. To. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, let's move on to uh, the next topic for discussion today. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about Joe Biden, um, because Joe Biden has not been in the news recently. And that's an interesting thing. Um, so there's been a few there's been a few things that has happened. In Where the- would they put him, Terrence? <laughs> Cardi B is in the news. There's not room for the president. You can't shoehorn him in. You're right. 
there's just no time just not enough time in the day yeah so they um like a week ago there was this story kind of going around about how the biden administration basically purged all of its marijuana users uh did you guys now, see this I, I did but i have a lot of questions are you prepared to answer them i may be a little prepared go for it did they how did they did they drug test everyone or did they do some type of weird social media searches? Did how did they even find out? Did did these people tell the feds themselves that they smoked weed? That is literally they self-reported it. Oh man, <laughs> they ratted I mean, themselves what, out. Was there like a fucking Google form sent around, and they were like, "Yeah, I tried it." Yeah, everybody tell. out there within the sound of my voice, I want to tell you one thing. I'll tell you exactly like the late great Daniel late great when I say late still around the great Daniel Dotson told me one time listen you don't volunteer fucking information ever under any goddamn circumstances <laughs> he was working a paternity case and he went there and his this guy's wife was like just pissed at him and just said you stupid motherfucker you've went out with all these old whores and blah 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 and daniel said here ma'am i need to speak to my client real quick pulls him in there and shows him the paternity test 99.9999999947362 percent chance he's not the father he said you have put yourself through all this he was like i don't give a goddamn if she walked in on you salging her by god you tell her you were sleepwalking (laughs) (laughs) so no you don't volunteer information you stupid fucking lanyard dicks (laughs) ever so that's what they did they volunteered their marijuana use and they were i don't know if any of them were fired but i think a lot of them were put on leave or like moved to other offices maybe some of them were fired but they couldn't get their help. they couldn't get their high level clearances, right? Oh, I, see. I see. I can't help but see this as some bizarro like they were all in line for the bathroom or something, and somebody just came over like, huh, 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 how about that strain of weed, huh, 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 or some <laughs> insane, stupid lanyard dick shit, as Tom says, and they just like coinky dinked themselves out of a job. By joking about smoking weed at a water Well, fountain. I think what's going on here, it's act- the story is actually a little more interesting because not they they didn't just self-report themselves. They did it under the assumption that Biden would be more lenient, wavy gravy. About yeah, it. that he would be wavy gravy about it, and the, many of them said that they anticipated. Because, like, weed is legal or decriminalized. It, no, it's actually legal in um, legal to sell in Washington, D.C. and in 14 other states. And so I think that they thought that this is the way the wind is blowing. The tide is shifting towards this way. Biden's going to be cool about it. Um, but Biden was very now, this much This is a man, cool mind you, that still thinks that, that soda jerk is a viable profession in this country. <laughs> what the hell's that? <laughs> you know, like in the 50s in the malt shops that would like pull the lever. Oh, my God. Oh <laughs> like Biden still thinks those people are out there. And that's the real America. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's who he's fighting for 15 for. Uh, as in not fighting for 15. <laughs> uh So how many people are we talking? I don't know. Um, maybe like a couple Sound dozen. Like there was plenty. 
pretty big hit to an office. I mean, maybe the White House is huge. Yeah, I guess so. I guess there's thousands of people working there. I don't know, but <clears throat> I think they all got together and rolled a blunt. No, fuck no, they didn't. These people are never going to touch marijuana again. They cried <laughs> themselves to sleep. You imagine? Can you imagine? Because I understand this mindset. Okay, so I used to have this mindset. If I can just get in Bill Clinton's inner circle, I'll make something myself. I'll get out of this one horse town. <laughs> and they've worked their whole life and they've made all these concessions and compartmentalizations and everything about the way they view the world, all to have a chance to suck at the nip of the power teat and only to have a little bit of reefer clip them out of it at the last right. second. Well, uh, given all that said, I think we should. On the off chance that one of them listens to our Patreon or a friend of a friend, I think we should go ahead and give an open invitation. Anyone who was fired from the from Biden's White House for smoking weed has an open invitation on the show to tell their side of the story. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at yeah. trailbillyworkersparty at gmail. I, I, you, I, used to, I used to work with Biden's, one of Biden's top advisors. <laughs> Do you remember when, right after Trump got in, there was all those, like rogue white house staff or rogue environmental protection agency like rogue you remember those twitter accounts that were like popping oh, up yeah that- they 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 won awards those fake twitter account <laughs> accounts are we gonna see some like yeah rogue oh. <laughs> rogue biden shoom gang oh my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, hey, the universe paid Biden back steadfastly when he tried to board a plane the other day. My man <laughs> fell three times going up the steps. <laughs> going going up the steps. I didn't even think about how he was going up and how it's fun, how much funnier it is to fall upstairs. <laughs> now, I know you can like kind of trip a little bit. But my man acted like he just got like fucking legs, Mortal Kombat legs swept up at bitch. He was just like trip fell and then got up and then did it again. And then third time. And then when he got to the top, he saluted. He saluted. Yeah. And I could just think I, it was, it was, if, he, if it wasn't who it, it was, Joe Biden, I would have, no, it wasn't that. It's pretty oh hilarious. My God. Would have been. Oh my God. But it's funny that he like did the whole, I'm okay Here's the salute. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. And the meme was Steph Curry crossing him up while he falls on the <laughs> stage. I missed that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it, I mean, I felt, and maybe this is just me being like hyperbolic or something, but I really did feel like that was not covered enough. Like if, if Trump fell going up some stairs, this motherfucker would be plastered on every goddamn timeline, wall to wall. I mean, it would be everywhere. Everybody would be laughing about it. But Biden falls, and I have to search it out. I literally had to go searching for it because I heard tell of it. I mean... Yeah. It's, it's like, like John Dillinger's dick in the Smithsonian. Did, <laughs> did, John, did Joe Biden really trip up the steps of Air Force oh, Dude, there's going to be, like, you know how, like, Snopes does those fact-checking things? Like, there's going to be a thing yeah. on Snopes that's, like, mixture. He didn't, I mean, Mix, he kind yeah. of, they're going to be like, it was, he didn't really fall. So, they're going to say it was yeah. false. <laughs> oh, well, hold there, on. There, Here's, a, here's the thing. 
I, I'm with you because I keep feeling like I now it's so bananas to watch the difference in coverage. Even just watching the uh, inauguration was wild. Listen to them talk about his family. Right. But when you say this, don't you feel like a QAnon freak? Yeah, definitely. It, it, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it feels to say this out loud feels really weird. Well, I was going to, yeah, it's a good way to describe how I feel about saying this next thing I'm going to say, but <laughs> that he was absolutely green screened. Oh yeah. Yeah. His goddamn hand was floating through the microphone. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. I don't think it's, I don't think it's, cr- it does make Who you was green screened. There was a video. Did you not What's see the truth? Video, I want to know the truth. There Who was, was a, green screened. Biden, there was a video going around of him approaching some reporters in front of the White House, and it's it looks so fucking fake. It literally looks like a green screen that he's he it's it's either it's fake one one way or the other. Either he's in front of a green screen or he was walking for real in front of the White House, but they superimposed microphone uh, microphones in front of him. Either way, it looks incredibly fake. Oh. And so I think it's fake. Oh, it's doctored. I miss. I miss this. What's the point, though? Um, of them doctor, like, what were they trying to get across? <laughs> that he's can speak into a microphone? I, I, no, I don't. I don't think he's like my my personal theory on this is he's not like good to go at all times. Like he's probably only got a couple of times a day where he's like uh, four actually, hours of sentience a day yeah yeah where Imagine he's actually like a president and who only has like three hours yeah so like day. so so he's not always available to speak to the press i feel like so they probably have to like film him every now and then and be like all right we'll just go in and post-production put the fucking mics i don't know i could be conspiratorial thinking this but regardless i don't think it takes the tracks from the larger message of this Yes, it does feel crazy and make you feel like a QAnon person to say these things, but it is true because Trump actively went after the journal- journalist class, and they they came away with the idea that they were an oppressed group in this country, and therefore they feel like Biden winning was a victory for their cause, and so they yeah. are more sympathetic and easier on him. I, I do feel like they're more, easier on him than they were on Trump. And uh, that's why you have to go fucking search it out for when he falls running up a, a flight of stairs. I mean, like... Yeah, for when he steps on rakes and busts his face, like, you have to go search <laughs> it out. But it is out there. I'm glad to hear you say, confirm that this is a thing, because even on the TL this week, some somebody was tweeting about how oppressed journalists are and how we've lost 50% of journalists and blah, blah, blah. And, like, if and it literally ended by saying, if this were another group of workers the whole country would be up in arms and i was like careful what you ask for you're gonna be coding you're gonna be coding and beekeeping like I mean, what I, are they talking about yeah I, I sympathize with that but also it's uh yeah it's not like some well i mean jobs. there is a there okay so there is definitely a a thing where the job of being a journalist is being automated out or venture capitaled out, monopolized out. Like, that is a real phenomenon. Listicled like, out. 
Yeah, I'm listicle being, out. Uh, insensitive then. No, 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 no. But but the <laughs> but there are there is a class of journalists that work for the New York Times, CNN, Washington Post, all the major media outlets. And those are the ones who I'm talking about specifically here. Like, yeah, they uh, Jake Tapper thinks he's part of an aggrieved group. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they are the ones who think that they are basically like Jamal Khashoggi or something. Like, they think that they are being targeted by a malevolent, violent state. You know what I'm saying? And they're speaking truth to power. And and that is why I feel like they're, they're, more, they're more sympathetic to Biden because... What did he, what did he say at his inauguration? What did he say? Like he he was going to tell the truth. He, he understood the importance of telling the truth, doing away with misinformation, all this. So like, nobody tells the truth. <laughs> yeah, Joe. So the, the 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 larger thesis here, the larger theory here is that journalism is dead. Either they're not the ones that do still have jobs aren't doing their jobs, and the ones that are good journalists are being, you know, uh, done away with through capitalism i can't i can't believe sanders went with trump on that <laughs> you remember that yes he was just out of it just i can't believe sanders went with trump on that <laughs> like, what who said there's that? footage of this man not being well and we just for some reason we just act like he's well <laughs> but i mean there's overwhelming proof that he's ha- unwell have you seen these photos of so, I mean, like, when we're talking about Biden, we're talking about two different things, right? Like, his policies and, like, the person of who he actually is. Mm, I'm speaking speci- I'm speaking specifically of, of just the person of Joe Biden. But, like, these pictures that they keep putting out on his Twitter feed of him walking through halls, they keep doing this, like, once every two weeks. <laughs> one week down, one month down, two months Watch, down. Watch, he's such a good walker. <laughs> I told you. I mean, it's like Trump. We're going to start getting proof of life videos. He's going to be holding up the today's paper. Well, you know, they like they have green screening before. Like, did you remember that? Like, dear, when, like with his uh, library just, in the background. In the middle of all the shit that happened around. Oh, George you're Floyd's right. Murder and Breonna in his Taylor basement. And all stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just greet like, "Where's Joe Biden?" That was like, a, I was like, "Where's Joe Biden? Where's Joe <laughs> Biden?" That motherfucker, I think, one hundred percent had COVID. And was getting treated somewhere off the grid. Oh, wow. He was just maskless with a bunch of auto workers in his face. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, it's just it's just infuriating, though. Yeah. Well, the press the press loves him. He's he's their boy. He's their guy. Yeah. Uh for sure. And so they're they gonna give the him the benefit family. of the doubt. They're gonna help they're gonna help him out. Um. So how do we talk about this without sounding like QAnon freaks? <laughs> I was, I mean, also, let me say this: this other thing here, like even have y'all been paying attention to like uh, like the Amazon unionization efforts in Alabama and Bessemer? Mm-hmm. Like I see yeah. these headlines that are like Amazon warehouse workers in in, in Alabama make the final push toward unionizing. The effort then the the like the subheading says. The effort has received a high-profile endorsement, including from President Joe Biden. Joe Biden actually never did endorse that. He just said work. No. He wouldn't call out Amazon by name. He tippy-toed around the whole issue and just said, "Yeah, we support workers in Alabama." Is all literally all he said. <laughs> 
Didn't say he supported the unionization effort. Didn't name who they were trying to unionize against or any of that stuff. It's like he just gets he all said the all credit. Workers, with- all workers deserve a union. That's like it's what he said. Yeah, like that. Just like didn't some. He? Well, he just yeah, he didn't name any of the like guilty parties by name or anything. Juxtapose that with Bernie's trying to get like Jeff Bezos to like testify before Congress about his horrible business practices. Right. Right. Yeah, they're helping him across the finish line, basically. I mean, the, the, I mean, the 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 fact of the matter is that in American political life, you're gonna come down on some issues with terrible people. I mean, because this nation is so fucked up and like kaleidoscopic, like none of it makes any sense. Really, it's like in 2003, if you opposed the Iraq War, you probably would have found yourself side by side with someone insane who also opposed it you know what i mean so it's like i think that like y- var you... vikernes of, of, of <laughs> <Burzum>. <laughs> i i i think that there's a way to say like the media is in the tank for joe i mean it doesn't really t- but the thing is is like these liberals make you feel like you're an insane person when you say that i mean because i mean but they've been saying this like that fucking Chomsky book, Manufacturing Consent. What what did everybody say? I mean, like, the basic thesis of that book is that, like, there is a liberal consensus in the media. And so that basically verifies all the Fox News people, but it doesn't make it wrong. There is yeah. a liberal consensus in right. the mainstream media. And and so what, what do you do to that? That, that? That's just a fact. That's just the truth of the matter, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh I got other topics, but we're out of time and I can save them for next time. Uh <clears throat> I got I got a, a couple of more Appalachia centric topics, so we'll save those for the next episode. Um but weren't there any good speak your pieces? I didn't look this week. Um yeah. I on the front page week. of our paper was a big photo of a a bunch of toxic heavy metal chemicals in the water <laughs> from and, a mine. And I, it's laying in here. I should go run and get it. The the. Do you remember what the what it actually says? It doesn't say anything about pollution. It says <laughs> something changes color of water. Let me go get it. Let me go get it. Oh my god, dude! That is ridiculous. Like, so fucking pathetic. Like, you want to talk about journalism being dead. Like, truly. You look no further than this esteemed, former esteemed publication. One of the best small town newspapers in the nation. The Mountain Eagle. Can't even fucking say now that it was because of a mine. Okay, it does say pollutant. Oh. Water. Okay. Yeah, it just says pollutant. Doesn't, does it say mine? Does it mention mine anywhere? Exactly. I, these, these motherfuckers for <laughs> sorry none of that was recorded on my end whoops did Sam, uh, did the, Sam write that well you, you said it was uh, Jennifer Honeycutt took the picture the plum much diluted was still visible in the north fork of the Kentucky River near the river park 
Uh, okay, it does say mine here. Uh, the Division oh. of Water was called to the creek last week and found manganese in the water. Apparently caused when apparently apparently there you go caused when flooding caused an abandoned mine to fill up and overflow into a stream that empties into Crafts Crawley's Creek. They blamed it on flooding. I see. I see. Always a loophole. <laughs> Colors water. Well, Colors I didn't. Wa- they made it sound like Easter egg <laughs> dying. <laughs> Just come deep Easter eggs over here in Crafts Collie. That's how it works, Tanya? Perfect mint blue. Oh, God. God. Christ. Well, journalism's dead, folks. They need to start beekeeping and coding. all I know. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Well, I saw a couple of weeks ago the big headline, and this is the most depressing thing I've, I've seen. The headline was, it's official, KFC coming back to Letcher County. We're celebrating the opening of a Kentucky Fried Chicken franchise <laughs> as a major economic victory. Dude, you know Like, what's... you might be poor wherever you are in this country. You might be poor... <laughs> But you are not. <laughs> KFC's going to save us poor. <laughs> MK. MK. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's the good stuff. God, you know, the March Madness has been filled with Pizza Hut commercials, and I'm just overcome with despair that they took our Pizza Hut, just ripped it right out from under us. It's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up. And they're up. replacing it with a KFC, and they it's want applause for it. I fell in love a number of times that Pizza Hut. Does that, does that mean Barry's a free agent? I'd like to know. I, I literally, I literally. He's the best in the business by a mile. Yeah, I mean, it, this was after my uh, my five year old muscle relaxer, so maybe that had something to do with it. But I literally was laying in bed last night because I was watching March Madness as I fell asleep that last game where Texas did they Texas got upset didn't they? Mm-hmm. They yeah, did. Texas lost by one <laughs> point. One fucking point. Um, that was a good game. Anyway, um, they were had those fucking Pizza Hut commercials, and I was laying there thinking about Barry and where he would land, and, and I thought about him working in Heritage Kitchen. And what a funny, what a funny uh, situation that would be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where. I hope he gets to retire. He deserves it. <laughs> to him working at Heritage would be pretty fucking funny. That's what I was thinking <laughs> last night, yeah. How you brackets? How's your bracket doing, Tom? I'm rolling. Doing good? Yeah. I did call that Tennessee upset. Just because I hate I Tennessee. You. So I picked them to I lose. Oh, man. I just pick all the southern teams usually. I don't really know how everybody's actually playing. If there's a Southern and a Northern team, I'll just pick the Southern team. <laughs> <laughs> Histor- historically, that, that, that is problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Confederate sympathizer. Calm oh, down. my God. That, see, that God could very well be taken take out of context. Yes, please <laughs> someone take that out of context. <laughs> I just believe in the South. Yeah. The next episode will have your face on the cover with misrepresented over the <laughs> over the front of it. Forgive me. I, I I apologize for all my sins. It's spring. We said anew. We're resurrected. 
Uh, do you care to guess, Tommy, what which Tommy <laughs> number deity Jesus is who uh, was resurrected around this time of year? What do you mean? I don't know what by what religion. By the, exactly down the line, many, many, many others before him were resurrected around this time of year. But you mean yeah, like where, the, where are the where are the rest of them though? <laughs> ain't nobody talking. <laughs> ain't nobody. Ain't nobody here. talking about. <laughs> Uh, Plutarch the Destroyer this big <laughs> say what right, you want baby. about JC but my man endures he does that's he right. did say I am he that liveth and was dead behold I am alive forevermore and whether that's literally true or not he is right <laughs> he is alive forevermore <laughs> we are still talking about DC Talk that's right Oh. Bob the Drag Queen did say this week that the best Snatch Game performance is going to be when someone does Jesus Christ, impersonates Jesus Christ as a drag queen. That's going to be the best one. <laughs> now we're all waiting. I, I breath mean, breath on it. There, when we went to Bristol Rhythm and Roots, I have this picture on my phone I found the other day when I was looking through old pictures. There was a storefront. I don't know if you guys remember this. There's a storefront in downtown Bristol that had clearly someone had taken an old Michael Jackson mannequin and put Jesus' clothes over him. And so it was oh Michael God. Jackson Jesus. Oh I've got a photo of it on my phone. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. Make that the album art if you've got it. Yeah, I, uh, I've got it or right the here. episode art. But put Hitler's head on it. No. Look, <laughs> look. I don't know if you guys can see that or not. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh. Let me see. Let me see. Look. Oh, I remember there. seeing that. You remember yeah. That? You remember that? Wow. Yeah, well, as we were leaving. Yeah, I said, hey, man, check this out. How did yeah. you like have that, that so front. quick on the draw? Because I have a, I have a album of funny p- pictures I like. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. This man is organized. That's right. Okay. Well, happy spring, you degenerates. Yeah, happy spring. We've made it. Happy spring. I'm going to be on the Friends. Into the uh, Biscuit podcast this week. We'll go check that out. Oh, yeah. Everybody. I've got nothing to I've got nothing to plug, but I'm going to talk about my spring rituals and this time of year. Oh. Um well, go check that out Into the Biscuit. Um and then go tell a friend about the Patreon uh you, if you're here, you already know how to spell it, so I'm not going to spell it for you. But uh, go still tell a friend about it and sign them up. Five bucks, not that much money. And uh, otherwise, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Peace out. See you out there, y'all. Russian style